Welcome to Entrepreneur Conundrum with Virginia Purnell, where growing entrepreneurs share how they get visible online. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm talking with Joshua Bloom about helping others harness their innate quantum powers to become limitless. Internationally acclaimed, trusted authority on quantum transformation. He's also the number one bestseller author of The Ultimate Answer is Inside. And the foreword is written by Bruce Lipton and the executive producer of the Cutting Edge film. The Ultimate Answer is Inside. Joshua has developed his own modality called quantum energy transformation that invites extraordinary empaths and intuitives to go inside themselves to access the quantum field. Joshua has created a powerful library of additional programs, a way of being called Being Quantum, a transformation process called Age Clearing, a Reiki modality named Being Reiki, and an allergy elimination process called Quantum Allergy Release. Joshua does what most people consider to be impossible, He assists clients in completely releasing ailments such as fibromyalgia, pain, anxiety, depression, allergies, eczema, rosacea, and more. Additionally, he trains students to transform themselves and help others to do the same in his extraordinary Come to the Edge program. Welcome, Joshua. Hi, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. It's fun to have you here today. We haven't really had anyone quite with this modality or focus that you have. Hmm. (laughs) Let's say that, right? (laughs) Yeah. So how did your journey go? Like, how did you kind of become on the energy path and kind of where you are today? Well, I think the energy path certainly found me. Um, I wasn't I wasn't looking, uh, you know, I wanted to when I was, I don't know, like 17 and through like 20 something, I wanted to be a professional singer, actually became a professional singer. And I also was a daycare teacher and became a daycare director and worked with lots of kids. And that was lots of fun. And so when I, as I was moving through my life doing these things, I noticed I started to have anxiety attacks. And the anxiety attacks were bad. They were really, really difficult to deal with. I was okay one moment and then the next moment I was freaking out. And I didn't know what was going on. I thought that I was going crazy, literally. I was getting, you know, I would just get an anxiety attack wherever I was, and I didn't know how to deal with it. So I just kept getting more fearful and more fearful. I got so fearful at times I couldn't go and walk around the block of my house. Like that was too far. (laughs) You know, it was scary. So I worked on that with uh, lots of things. I learned 20 different healing modalities plus, and nothing really worked to the extent that I needed it to work. It was still a rough ride, and I was still getting anxiety attacks, and I was still dealing with lots of overload of energy, and it was a very scary time. And so I decided to at one point to go into a hypnosis center thinking that I could possibly try that as a, as a solution. And when I went to for my first session, I realized that they couldn't help me because I knew a whole lot more than they did because I had already learned so much. I was, you know, it was like, like seeing the techniques through, through their doing whatever they're doing. I could see what they were doing. And it's like, yeah, I know that, done that, did that too. Okay, this isn't working. And so it was very frustrating. But 
at the end of my session, I said, I don't think this is going to work, but I think I might be able to help you. And, <laughs> and she said, really, tell me more. And I said, okay, well, I could, I could help and, you know, and work for you. And she definitely needed something because she was not really organized. <laughs> Things were kind of a mess. Uh, she had a really good receptionist, so that was a good thing. But she didn't really have anybody to do any help her in any way. She was running the whole business on her own, and she wasn't really good with being on time. And she wasn't good with lots of things. So I thought, well, maybe I could step in. And I would also be around people, and I thought that would really help me with my anxiety too. So I thought that would be a win-win. So she agreed. And she had me come in. I started doing sales for her. And then she got stuck. This was the second time that she double booked herself with this client. And so she asked me to work with the other client. Could I do that? And she said, here, could you do something? And she gave me a script. And I said, I don't need that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need that script, but uh, I'll, I'll work with her. And she said, okay, well, I have no choice because this lady is really mad and I, I, you know, I don't know what to do. So I said, okay. So I started to actually work with this lady and I thought I did you know, a really good job with her and she seemed to feel better, but she didn't say very much. And then she said, well, I would like to speak with the owner. And I said, okay, well, I think their session is done. Why don't we go outside? So we did. And she goes and speaks to the owner And the owner um, said, yes, how may I help you? And she says, you got to keep this guy. (laughs) He was amazing. She said, I no longer feel anxious in any way or form because she was dealing with anxiety as well. And I feel great. And she was just so happy. And I thought, oh, my God, I got myself in trouble. (laughs) You know, what what did I do this time? You know, so anyway, that was a really amazing moment for me. Because at that moment, she realized I can do sessions. And so (laughs) that's what I started to do for her because that was her, she didn't have the time to really do that. She was doing other businesses. So she she wanted me to do all of her sessions. So it really gave me an opportunity to practice all the things I had learned. But I'm a very creative person. And I realized things didn't all work out for me all that well. So I wanted to, you know, play with what I've learned and see if I could enhance what I've, what, I've, what I've learned to help the people that I was working with. And I quickly realized that I had learned something really, really powerful. And I put it together in a really specific way, and it worked. One of my very first clients had fibromyalgia. I didn't know what it was. I was, I was so green. She said fibromyalgia, and I thought I, did, I had no idea what she was talking about. I was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> so I was feeling kind of uh, kind of lost in that, but I felt great about it because she I, her file said she wanted to work on weight loss, and I was kind of scared because I didn't I didn't never work with that model work with helping somebody with that yet at that point. And I said, oh well, if you want to work on this, you can't expect much. You just told me it was an incurable syndrome, <laughs> so you know whatever I do has got to be great. So. Um, After about four minutes of working with her, she looked at me and she said, it's gone. And I looked at her and said, what's gone? And she said, the fibromyalgia left my body. 
Okay, so at this moment, I thought I didn't know who, which one the crazy one was. <laughs> you know, if I was the crazy one or if she was the crazy one. But this is a lady that just told me that fibromyalgia was incurable, and now she's telling me it's gone. So I was kind of excited, but I wasn't getting too excited because, really? <laughs> you know, really? Are you, are you kidding me? So when that happened, the next day I spoke with her. And she was totally, totally excited, telling me how grounded she felt and how good she felt. And I did notice one thing. She did walk out when she left. She walked out differently than she came in. When she came in, she was walking in with, like, dragging her foot behind, basically. That's the best way to say it. Her foot was dragging behind her as she walked in. And, uh, you know, at that moment, I was I was concerned about, you know, what am I, what am I putting myself into here, you know, um, this lady has obviously a lot of things to deal with, and am I, am I going to be able to help her? That was my thought. So when she left, she walked out almost normal. She wasn't dragging her foot behind, and I thought that was interesting. So when that happened, it changed my perspective of things. Actually, I think she changed my life because she taught me that anything was possible. Uh-huh. I didn't, you know, I wanted to believe anything was possible. I, you know, it sounds like a good idea, you know, <laughs> to think that anything could be possible. But what she really taught me in that moment was, yeah, you can really make a quantum shift and change something so dramatically that, you know, she had for 16 years. And now she says she has no experience of fibromyalgia anymore. And so that that was just mm, changed my life completely because I started to look at, well, if I could help her do that, maybe I can help myself with my own anxiety. Because like the lady who had anxiety left feeling really good, I still went home with mine. <laughs> you know? So I was like, how could I give this anxiety away? You know, I don't want I don't want this anymore. So. But I was starting to realize your door was open. You know, my foot was in the door. You know, I really got the understanding that there that there was a possibility for me to help myself. And I was seeing it through working with clients. People had migraine headaches and they had um, pain or they had other issues. And in, you know, either one or a few sessions, we were able to resolve those issues. And that gave me more confidence to work with myself and also to find out how was I going to work with myself differently then I was working with myself to actually get the result. And so I eventually did. I eventually created a quantum shift, and I no longer have migraine headaches because I used to have those really, really badly. I no longer have anxiety, attention deficit disorder, dyslexia. All of these things went away. And so that was such a powerful experience to have transformed all of those things and to then help thousands of people do the same. So that's how that was my journey. My journey is sort of like I had to fall apart in order to find what I really needed for myself. And so I'm glad that you're able to get help for yourself, too, because I was wondering about that. I'm like, what about yours? Did you get your anxiety dealt with? <laughs> but it's nice that you're able to help all those people along the way, too. Now I forget what my question was. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> so. Do you help people do that now or do you more teach them how to teach others? 
Well, I do both. I, 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 do a certifi- I offer certification programs where I teach people how to be practitioners. And I also have a, I also work with clients, uh, helping them with the issues that plague them. And, and, you know, people need, you know, sometimes, sometimes a program is really, really great and that's exactly what they need. And sometimes they need a little bit more. And so when I work with them, you know, there's a lot that I do that's a little bit different. First of all, I'm an empath. I can sense things really, really well. And so when I work with somebody, I can sense where 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 their issues are, are generating from. I can find the root cause and I can assist them to do it. Now, I do teach how to do that in my programs, but, you know, there's a lot to learn in order to do that. Although when you learn it, it's like amazing. It's like, wow, I got this power, you know, but <laughs> when <laughs> when I work with people, you know, it's it's a faster way for people to engage with me and create a, a fast quantum shift. Would you say that you have like an ideal client? Yeah. My ideal clients are empaths, typically women, but not only women. My ideal client would be somebody who is dealing with empathic issues. So empathic issues tend to be about overload, anxiety, tend to be about feeling too much energy or picking up other people's energies and or signals you know impasse pick up signals and information from everywhere the spirit world um that's that's when people pass you know that's the spirit world where people die and they're on the other we say that they're on the other side impasse tend to get that information even if they are not necessarily considering themselves a medium they actually pick up information about it. they just don't know where it's coming from they just know i, I got something going on also, they tend to pick up information from other people that they meet. And through entanglement, they're picking up information of people that they're entangled with. So it might be their family. It might be best friends. It may be, you know, someone's going through something, they're going to feel it. So it's a lot to deal with. There's a lot of overload issues for impasse. So my, my a client like that, I would be able to teach them how to use their energy differently so that people don't take their energy. You know, have you ever spoken with somebody and then all of a sudden you have, you're just feel drained and tired and you don't know why? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> so I teach people how to not allow that to happen. You could talk to people and then you won't be drained. It just, it just be no big deal anymore. So there are lots of things that I do when I work with uh, students or one-on-one. I help people to really hone their skills and be sort of like the Jedi master, you know? <laughs> and then they don't feel like their empathic experience is all negative. Cause you know, if you're feeling, you know, crappy all day, all the time, and you don't know why, and it doesn't feel like it's you and you don't feel like you're you and all this is going on, it can be very, very difficult and draining and, and confusing. Especially because it could be one minute, they're feeling one thing and the next minute they're feeling another thing. And they don't know how to deal with that. So I teach them how to shift their energy and also to release. Empaths have to re- it is. Empaths have to release. And they don't necessarily know that. And if we don't release, the issue is, is that there's so much coming in that that comes in on a daily basis. But releasing the way that I do it is very fast. 
very fast. In just a few minutes, you could release like a day, a month, a year, all, all in just a few minutes. You could release so much in so little time because we're working in the quantum field at the cellular level of the body, and we're creating a, a, a movement of energy in the form of waves to go through the body and to move that either out or to readjust inside, inside the system. And so the way that we do it is we move it, we move the energy at 4 million bits of information per second. Well, that's a low number. <laughs> that's a crazy amount. That's a crazy what was that number. number again? 4 million bits of information per second is how fast we move the energy. Now, most people are moving energy at only 40 bits of information per second with, with what we call techniques. They're only able to move that energy at that, that. Now, an emotion is a huge amount of content. If we think about like a video and stuff, like an emotion is like a big, 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 big video that's like gigs and gigs and gigs, right? Whereas you might think about a typed word on your screen and your computer as being like very little information, right? So mm-hmm. your, your mind, your intellect can handle the words typed on the screen, but they can't handle the videos. If that, yeah. that's an analogy, right? So yeah. when the brain tries to handle the videos, like it's, it's, it's trying to put Niagara Falls through a straw. It's not going to happen, right? Not very fast. <laughs> not very fast. It would take forever. So the way that we do it is we move the energy by connecting to the, to the, to the body and allowing the body to be the ground, the electrical ground for the body as the energy moves in waves and transforms and creates a change so that when we change it, it really is very fascinating. It's, and it's very quick and very non-invasive because it moves, it can move very, very quickly, especially things like fear and anxiety. They move the fastest. Which is interesting. And I wonder if that's why it seems to, you know, like kind of like hit us suddenly, you know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? Did you say heal suddenly? No, hit us suddenly. So like, oh, yeah. you don't like gradually feel fear or right. like the anxiety doesn't <laughs> gradually come on, right? Like it's like, boom, it's here. You're like, ah. <laughs> yeah, fear comes on really, really quickly. And that's because it is moving fast. That's exactly right. So when the energy comes in so fast, we, well, we tend to just leave the body. You know, we're like, and it, or for most people, we're not in the body anyway. So it's like, we're not, forget about leaving the body. We've already left and now it's just worsened, right? It's like the room is too crowded. I'm going somewhere else. Exactly. So that's one of the things that I help people do is get back into their body. You know, Dr. Bruce Lipton, he talks about this idea of growth versus protection. And I thought this was most fascinating when I first learned about it, you know, 20 some odd years ago. And I just said, this explains why nothing has worked for me. See, when you're in growth, everything is perfect. Everything in your body is working as it should. If you get a cell that's not a good cell, it replaces it, it fixes it, it moves on automatically. Your body is this amazing healing mechanism. It does all of this in such a beautiful way when you're in growth. When you're in protection, protection is a slight experience or not so slight experience of fight or flight that people live in. It's not like you get in fight or flight. Sometimes many people are just always there at some level. 
And that's called living in protection. So everything that happens either goes backwards or stays the same. Or Dr. Bruce Lipton says you can't transform or heal in growth. You have, I'm sorry, I made the mistake. You can't transform or heal in protection. You can only transform or heal in growth. So that's, that's a powerful thing. And I'm like, well, I wasn't making any changes, and that's because I was in protection. I was in this fight or flight all the time. And so my body wasn't making any changes. So once I realized that, I said, well, how do you get into growth? <laughs> how do you do this already? You know. So I was looking for ways to learn how to get into growth. So I was looking at lots of different sources. And most of the sources said that you should be in growth, but didn't say exactly how. But then I kind of related being in growth, the scientific understanding of being in growth, to really about being in the moment. It's like being centered, being grounded, being, being you know, in that place of beingness. Now, when people engage in what we call yoga, they get into a place of being grounded. But being in your body is a step deeper than that. Or even maybe a much deeper step. Being in your body is literally when your higher self, which is no longer in your body because it's like I've had it, your energy frequency is so low, I'm not dealing with this. You know, it's like I am leaving this 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 experience. And your higher self goes on vacation and many times for a very long time, even years. But we bring that higher self back into the body so that your higher self is not floating above your head, but it's within you. And that's what really gets you to feel like you're in the moment, that you're in the experience of being in the now. Because that was one of my things, too. I wanted to find out, well, everyone says to be in the moment, but, but how do you do that? You know, how, do you, how do you be in the moment? I love to be in the moment. That's a good thing. But, you know, no one was saying exactly how you could do it. All these experts were talking about, um, you know, you should be in the moment. It's like, okay, I, you know, I would try to be in the moment and all I'm doing is thinking too much. That's not being in the moment. I'm not really getting there. So I didn't know how. So I learned to be in the moment by bringing my awareness from in my head where it was living. That's where I was all the time. And I brought my awareness down the body, all the way to the base of my spine. And the base of the spine is the access point to the quantum field. So when I did that, I noticed that my hyperactivity vanished. And I thought that was interesting. I said, look at this. My, my leg and my toe and my hand, and you know, I'm always tapping a pencil, always tapping my foot, some tapping something, right? All the time. Moving, 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 moving. That's how, I, that's how I live my life. I no longer do that, but that's how I was living my life. And I brought my attention down into the body and started to realize that in this place, there is no ADD or ADHD, as you might call it. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. I wonder if this was who I became, that I wouldn't ever have issues with ADD. You know, because ADD has a lot of, um, connotations, I guess, with um, making choices too quickly and and being hyperactive, being um, you know disorganized, all this stuff, right? So when I realized that I could just shift my energy, you know, it's sort of just taking a different perspective from one point of view to another point of view with my energy, and I became totally different. 
And then I started to teach people how to eliminate their ADHD. I said, it, this, is, this is not difficult. You could all do it. <laughs> it's amazing. Until they asked me to work with kids. Now, you see, there is a thing here about who's in charge. And usually when the kid has ADD, they're in charge. It's very difficult to work with a child who has it all. They're in charge. They, they got everything at the palm of their hand, including parents, right? Dueling their parents at the palm of their hand to say, hey, you know, you don't want any of that anymore. You want to be centered and grounded and in your body and you want to do great in school and you want to, no, they'd rather be in charge. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like convincing them that they're going to now uh, lose all that so that they can have sanity in their life. They don't want sanity. <laughs> On that note, can you work through a surrogate? You could, you could. I usually work with the parents. See, the yeah, thing so is... so kind of through the... So go ahead. Oh, yeah. So ADD, as you might think or have been told, is hereditary. This is not true. ADD yeah. is not hereditary. ADD is learned. Hmm. And who do children learn from? Mom and dad. ADD is learned. And so parents find out later... Oh, I have adult ADD now. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and so how did they learn it, right? So it, it is learned. Lipton says we watch our parents and we learn what their behaviors are and we do them. But the thing is, is that 95% of the time, we don't know what we're doing because we're unconscious most of the time. We're unconscious 95% of the time and 5% of the time we're conscious of what we're doing. So Lipton says you're just copying what your parents did and it's amazing how because I thought you know when I was a kid I had this ADD problem and it was really it was really bad I mean I when I was a kid you know jumping on the desk in the middle of class was something to do you know the class was kind of boring and jumping on the desk was much more fun you know and then I would have to sit in the principal's office because I was a bad you know okay and I uh, had to deal with that and of course you know I didn't want to change that you know mm -hmm. I didn't want to change this. <laughs> you know, what are they going to do? They put me in the principal's office. Okay. That's better than the class. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. I got what I wanted. <laughs> hey, I got, I got exactly what I wanted. So, you know, as I got older, I started to learn about how to shift the, the ADD, as I, as I shared with you a minute ago. And because of that, it's been a very different experience. And I do have a different life. I definitely live more authentically. When I was a kid, I was always BSing people. You know, I was BSing my teachers because I wanted to be able to get out of my homework. Oh, shoot, I forgot to do my homework. Oh, I'll just, I'll just give them an excuse and get out of it. And I would. I was really good at it. And then I realized, did I really want to live my life that way? Did I want to live my life BSing people in my life? And I decided, no, I don't. I don't want to do that. I want to be authentic. And that's sort of the ride that I took here. You know, the whole, the whole journey took me to be a totally different person than I was when I was a kid. Hmm. So we've covered a lot of ground. <laughs> yes, we <laughs> But I do want to swing back. So your ideal client, usually women, empaths, they feel a lot. They've got a lot going on, a lot on their plate. How do you get in front of them? How do you acquire new customers? Do you, you what? I'm assuming you use social media. 
I do. I use social media. I get on calls like this. Before COVID, I was getting, I was, I was doing lots of in-person things. I would do classes in person. I would do lots of events. And now I do those same events online because of, because of, you know, COVID and so forth. The first time I thought, I thought I would do my uh, program. I had a, have a program called Come to the Edge. I've been teaching it now for uh, 20 some odd years. It's a class that teaches you how to become a practitioner in quantum energy transformation, but it does it through your own experience. So you are learning how to shift, change, get into the quantum field and transform those things that plague you. What, regardless of it's physical, emotional, or energetic, we help you through that program to change and shift all of that. And so in that experience, it's nothing less than life altering. It's, it's amazing. What people, when I talk to people after the program, they don't even seem like they're the same person because they have shifted their identity into the person they choose to be versus being stuck in the conditioned self that they were in when they, you know, we all learned through our conditioning and we all became who we are based on other people, not our, not our own self and our own choosing. So this is like a power program. It teaches you how to take power over your life. And it then also teaches you how to help other people do that same thing. And so I thought I would, you know, teach this program. And I thought if I could get just a couple people in the program, I'd be thrilled, you know. So I uh, put it out there and I uh, was on some podcasts and telesummits like this. And when I when I did that, I started to have uh, people get interested in what I was doing. And I ended up getting uh, 30 people into the class. Well, I thought I was, I thought five would have been good. <laughs> I got 30 <laughs> people into the class. This is awesome. So uh, that, that was life altering for me to, to put this out online because I was teaching the course until then only in person. And so now I brought it online and was able to help many more people and I could run the program as often as I wanted. And now the program is evergreen. So people can take it, you know, when I, when I offer it. And it's, and it's so amazing to, be able to speak to people like I am now in this kind of experience because people get to know you and experience you from a conversation like this. They get to understand who you are and what you've gone through and what's what's going on. And I think that that's a really great way to do it is through a podcast experiences. But I also speak to people many times one-on-one. You know, through you know, I find them on the internet, or they find me many times, and then we have a conversation and we talk about it and say, well, what are you wanting to do? What are your goals? How can I assist you in being the best you can be? Mm-hmm. And and that's that's really where I get my clients. I'm very, you know, from what I used to be to who I am today is very different. I'm very authentic. I'm very in my body. I'm very in the moment, and I'm also very helpful. Maybe sometimes too helpful, <laughs> but that's just my nature. And so I really do everything that I can to support and help people just because that is who I am. So it tends to be contagious, if you know what I mean. It tends to people start to recognize, oh, Joshua is really helpful and he knows quite a bit. Yeah, because I've been through quite a bit. <laughs> you know? Right. So... Oh, I was talking to my to my class yesterday, and I said, you know, empaths have something quite different than people who aren't empaths. And I, I said, you know, we tend to have people come to us and, you know, confide in us and ask us for help and assistance and that kind of thing all the time. Um, it's like we have a sign on our head that says, hey, I'm here to help you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> 
And so, and I said, well, this is because empaths don't only pick up information from their own experience, but from other people. So we're picking up these situations and experiences of people that we either know or don't know, and we're bringing that into our experience and sometimes having to deal with those things, not necessarily on a physical level, but certainly on an energetic level. So we understand at a different level. We understand how people are feeling differently. We understand what their experiences are. Even if we haven't had the experience, we kind of have because we've experienced somebody else's experience of the same thing. And Mm -hmm. so we have a different level of conversation because we get it. I know when I was in right out of high school, I went to college and I would go to the mall and then I would have to eat something before I walked back to campus because I wouldn't have the energy to go back just from like all the people in the overwhelm and all their Mm. energies that I absorb. So I had to learn how to like not take on their energies. So that was a big one for me. Yeah, well, taking on people's energies, I was talking to my class about this yesterday, too, because we take on people's energies because we care. We care so much that we get involved in their experience. It's sort of like the difference between um, a cup of coffee where you put the milk in the coffee. And now you can't tell the difference between milk and coffee because it's sort of like all combined Mm -hmm. together, you know, (laughs) versus water and oil, right? I can just take the oil right off the top of the water and then it's now separate. You Mm -hmm. can't do it once once you put the milk in the coffee, you cannot separate that. It is, you're you're (laughs) entangled within it, right? So in that experience, that's how we operate as empaths. We get involved because we care and that caring usually means that we we want, we experience, we take on the position that you're experiencing so that we can really sense what you're feeling, what's going on with you. And through that, we then sometimes take it on a little bit too much (laughs) and it becomes not only overwhelming but it becomes very impactful in our own lives having to deal with so much because there's a lot to deal with so in my teaching of my students i teach them how not to do that you know you you can you can become the oil and water situation even though your nature is the the coffee and the milk right? <laughs> right that's that's the nature but we can we can make it different we can make it different by shifting your perspective of energy remember we just changed one perspective for me and my add vanished just simply by moving my attention from my head to the base of my spine add was gone didn't experience it at all uh-huh. that's amazing so there's other perspectives that you can shift in energy and shift something totally different so that you don't experience what's not working for you so do you have like a tip or anything that you could share with us because like as entrepreneurs lots of times we have so much on our plate that we get like overwhelmed and and all of that stuff that we have to do and things is, do you have any advice that you could share with us just how to, let's say, deal with that in a way that it's not either weighing us down or slowing us down or even debilitating us? Yeah. And it's, it's a quantum opposite, actually. I, I've coined this phrase called quantum opposite. And what that means is the opposite is actually better than the thing you think is the right thing. <laughs> so we tend to think that when we deal with people that it's important to, to help them or it's important to deal with people in a, in, a, in a way that's kind of being like that coffee in the milk. And so 
the opposite of that is to separate yourself from that person. And you can actually physic, uh, energetically separate yourself from people. So there's a, there's a better boundary. So working with boundaries is a really, a really interesting conversation when it comes to being empathic because you can work with your boundaries differently energetically because we have energetic boundaries as well as physical boundaries right so we can have different energetic boundaries that make a different effect in our life so most people have the the experience of being sort of tied into people's feelings and emotions as an empath and instead we can pull back and not have our energy get involved in that so we have the ability to sort of get out of people's energies by creating separation but then people you know kind of think well if we're separated then you're you're not with this idea that everybody's connected and all that stuff and that's not exactly true because there's a boundary to it we can still be connected to people but we don't have to like jump into their home you know <laughs> you, don't <have> to, <laughs> you know you don't have to be so involved in that we could be less involved and still be connected right so there's levels of connection that we can have with different people but what it, what happens with impasse is that we care so much we we jump into their home so to speak energetically and we now are feeling and experiencing everything about that person and then it becomes a habit and then we don't know we're even doing it because 95 percent of the time you don't know you're doing it right so in that experience of not knowing that we're doing it that's when we're vulnerable to other people taking our energy and we get so drained to really correct that Getting into the body is one of the best things that we can do in order to not only protect ourselves from other people's energies, but to slow things down. And, and there's, another, there's another opposite, because you said, how do we not slow down and we can keep going? And to actually move faster, you need to slow down. And that's actually a, a quantum opposite right there. It's very interesting because when you when you think about your mind, your intellect, and the energy of the uh, the the third eye or the or the or your top of your head, the crown chakra, that area of the body has very very fast waves. Waves are moving like like very fast, but then the waves at the base of your spine, at the tailbone, are moving. They're very much larger waves, and they're moving very slow very big, large, long, slow waves. So when we go into, if you think about attention deficit disorder, everything is on fast mode. If you think about anxiety, you require fast mode in order to be anxious. You can't be anxious slowly. <laughs> okay, <laughs> does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So when you move the energy and get into your body, you move the energy down your body, you get into your body, your tension's at the tailbone and you're slowing things down because you're actually slowing it down. You now open up into the quantum field experience. Now in the quantum field, your capabilities change. What you can do in the quantum field is very different than what you can do in your mind. Remember, the energy moves at 4 million bits of information per second versus 40 bits of information per second. So when we move our awareness down to the base of our spine, we, and we get into the quantum field, another benefit is that we're able to multitask in that place. Now, people think that they're multitasking when they're doing work at their desk. They're not. 
they are doing a little bit of something and then stopping and then doing a little bit of something else and then stopping and then a little bit of something else and then stopping. <laughs> That's what they're doing. They think they're doing lots of things at the same time, maybe very quickly, but really they're, they're not. They're stopping what they're doing and they're starting something else. In the quantum field, you can do multiple things at the same time. And it's not difficult. It's very easy. So you could be aware your awareness is different as well. And, and you can multitask with your awareness. I could have my awareness be in my body and also be aware of what's going on outside of my house. I could also be aware of what's happening to anyone I'm entangled with. I could also be aware of what's happening in my thoughts. I could be aware of what's happening in my body and feel what's going on there. I can be aware of all those things at the same time with ease when you're in the quantum field. But you can't do that when you're in your head. Your head is like, oh my God, this is too much to deal with. So true. I do want to, <laughs> I would like to just kind of shift stuff just a little bit. What are one to two or uh, some big goals that you have in the next one to two years? Well, I just want to inspire empaths, intuitives, and energy workers to really take on a new perspective in their life so that they're not feeling that the way that they're living their life is difficult, but they're changing it so that it's easy. And so I want them to transform their lives like I did. I mean, I really was a different person and, and I chose who I want to be. I also, and that's a very big thing about my work. Um, my work has nothing to do with Joshua. My work has to do with you. Who do you choose to be? You know, you don't want to be another me. I'm already here. <laughs> right? I'm already doing what I'm doing. You don't want to be another me. You want to be your own you in the way that you do you. The thing is, is that we don't live our lives based on what we think is right. We live our lives based on the conditioning that we've grown up with. So mm -hmm. if we are living based on basically somebody else's life and choices, then we're not really us. And so I was, you know, a product of my parents who I modeled and watched what they did and I did what they did. And I took on their beliefs and their values and their attitudes and I lived life based on what they thought was good. Until after I graduated college and realized, well, maybe I don't want to live the life they have. Maybe I want something different. And that's where I started to explore different ways of transforming my, myself, but also looking for another way to be who I really am inside. Not who I've been conditioned to be, but who I really choose to be. And that was a big, that was a big thing for me. And so I, I teach people to become who they choose to be versus who they've been conditioned to be. And that's, that's, a, big, that's a big life change. How would that affect your business? Wow. It already has affected my business to help these people, help so many people, but to help Thousands and thousands of more people would really affect my business in such a big way because at first I wasn't working with empaths. You know, I was working with anybody, anybody who, and I still work with anybody, but I, I have a, my niche is working with empaths, intuitives, and energy workers. And so to be able to work with people who really need my help. I don't, just, it changes my life. Every time I get to help somebody, it, it like inspires me. Mm -hmm. And it you know, inspired me to transform my own life.
I'm just helping other people. So it's helped me on a very personal level, but it would help my business not only financially, but it would help us meet our missions because my business has the mission to really help people on a greater scale. My, my real mission, my secret mission <laughs> behind my business uh, is that I want to teach people to be the best they can be energetically, emotionally, and physically. And through everyone they touch, they give a piece of them to the, not, not to the person, but the person gets to experience them. And by experiencing that person, they're touched by just their presence. So my goal when I work with one person is that I'm not only helping that one person, I'm helping everyone they have contact with. Mm-hmm. So it's it like changes everything. It's like a ripple everything. effect, right? Yeah, it changes everything. It's like, could you, I mean, just imagine one person who has done what I did and changed their life to be the person they choose to be. And now other people, you, people can tell when you're authentic. They can tell when you are you. And when they experience that, they are inspired to be more of who they are. Say, wow, I really like so-and-so. They just are an amazing person. I want to be like that. And then they start to consider who they can be. It's amazing. It's amazing. I've, um, you know, it's contagious in a good way, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the best advice you've ever received? In business, the best advice is go where the people are. Mm-hmm. I remember a long time ago. Yeah, that does make sense, right? <laughs> I remember <laughs> a long time ago, I had a great idea of doing a workshop on goal setting. And I thought, you know, I'm in a business community. I had an office in, in, in a business community. I would put up signs. I would tell people that I'm going to do this workshop. And then I hold the workshop. And then I'm sitting there with, um, with by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that didn't work. You know, I'm, I'm, I've, I've offered this workshop to people who are, to business people in the area. And they were not interested in goal setting, I guess. And so that was a rough, that was a rough road because it, it makes you feel like, oh, I'm not good enough. People weren't willing to come to my workshop. <laughs> All this stuff goes into your head, right? Until uh-huh. a church had asked me if I, this is like a non-denominational church. So it was like anybody can come to it. Whatever you believe is fine. So I, I thought that would be in alignment with me. So I said, okay. I will come and speak at the church. And so I just shared my story. That They asked me to give the sermon. And I'm like, uh, what's a sermon? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't know anything about that at the time either. But I said, I'll talk. So I get up there and I, I give the sermon. I do what they ask me to do. I share my story. And then afterwards as a class, you know, I offer a class on, 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 my, on my modality, quantum energy transformation. And it was so packed, they couldn't fit anybody else in the room. They had to turn people away. And I'm like, well, that's a very different experience than I was having before. You know, I was <laughs> sitting in a room by myself, and now I'm sitting in a room, and I can't even let everybody in. That was different. So, you see, I, I, going where the people are is really, really, really powerful. And it doesn't matter whether you're online or in person. Wherever the people are, go there. That's where you go. So finding, uh, finding things that are already created that you can step into is a really, really key thing to do. Mm. What's the best advice you've ever given? What's the best advice I've ever given? 
Yeah. Oh, wow. When it comes to healing and transformation, the best advice I've ever given is, is really to be in your body and to connect with yourself and be authentic. I think a lot of times we lose ourselves. We don't know who we are. And we and we we're walking around like, you know, just heads walking around, sort of we've lost our body experience. That's changed my life so much. It's changed my life. It's changed who I am completely into the person I've always wanted to be. And so that's that really worked so well for me and also so well for the thousands of people that I've worked with. So I, I know it works at this point. So <laughs> the the power of the power of getting into your body, being in the moment and really learning how to be in the moment. You know, we all think about, like I was saying before, trying to be in the moment and nobody teaches you how to do it. You are, you're really in your head trying to think, I'd like to be in the moment, but you're not, you're not actually doing it, right? You're not in the moment. You're just thinking about it. So being in the moment is not just, it's not a thinking about it's, it's a beingness. Well, how do you get into the beingness? Well, you've got to get there energetically. It's, it's, it's not, it's, 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 you know, it's part physical, it's part emotional. And, and a lot of people who say, I don't know who I am, they've never been in their body. They've, they were probably, you know, jogged out of their body as a kid and never were in. And so they don't know who they are because knowing who you are is a feeling. It is not, it's not a thinking so people are trying to say, well, who am I? Who am I? I don't know who I am. I got to figure that out. And, and I mean, we know, I know 40 and 50 year olds and, and older who haven't learned who they are. Why? Because they, they, they haven't gotten the feeling that is a signal sent to them that says, this is who you are. When you said like, be in the moment, be present. I think that's huge. Like as entrepreneurs, cause we're always like, this is my next goal. This is my next mark. This is the next thing that I'm like aiming for. Right. And I think sometimes we're always looking for the next thing or looking for tomorrow type of idea instead of being present. Like even though we have those goals for the future or for tomorrow or whatever, but still being present and in the moment as we're working towards those goals. I think that would be is huge. Well, to be honest with you, in business, it's everything. Because most people in business are in their head. And they're analyzing and trying to figure things out. But when you're thinking about bringing on new clients or customers, this is a very important thing. If you have really, really great connection, you're going to inspire people to want to work with you. But if you don't have good connection, but you have really good talk, people can tell that. You know, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, that person talks really great, but something doesn't feel quite right, you know? And we don't know what it is, but it's but that's what it is. It's that they're not connected. But also grounding. When you're not grounded fully into your body, then you're not, not, not only do, are you missing that connection, but you're missing the certainty. See, certainty comes with being grounded. When you're grounded in your body and you feel certain about what you do, it's a very different explanation of what you do than when you say the same exact thing when you're in your head. <laughs> right? So it's a very so in business, if you want to succeed, you really have to learn to be in your body and be grounded and be connected and be authentic. And and today we know that authenticity is key. Nobody anymore is interested in the perfect stuff. 
you know, it used to be if you did a video, it would be like edited perfectly. You would be, you'd be in like a beautiful studio, you know, all this stuff. This you know, studio programs were the thing of, are now a thing of the past, um, but they were the thing at one point. Everything had to be perfect. You had to be, you know, dressed a certain way and have the lighting a certain way. And now people don't want that. They, they want, who are you? That's what I want to know. I don't care if the, 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 the thing is perfect. I want to know who you are and can you help me? Mm-hmm. Which is huge. I really enjoyed our talk, talk today, but we're really running out of time. Okay. <laughs> um, is there anything that you would like to share with us that we haven't talked about yet? Well, when it comes to business, I think it's really important to allow yourself to not only get into the body and be in, in your strong you place, but also to, be con- to have that strong you connected to your purpose. Purpose is very, very important. A lot of times we're doing something because our purpose is to make money. And that's not a purpose. <laughs> that's not a purpose. Really what a, a, a purpose is what drives you to be better. What drives you to want to help somebody else with something that they could really use help with? And it doesn't matter what you do. You could be a carpenter. You can be a lawyer. You could be whatever. If you are really passionate and you are connected to something greater than you doing what you do, that there's a meaning behind what you're doing, it changes the ball game. So I know a lot of people fall into things. You know, mom or dad wanted you to do the family business or you fall into uh, this is something I'm good at, so I'm going to do it even though I don't like it, you know. So we, 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 I'm, I'm good at a lot of things. I don't like everything that I'm good at, but I'm, but I, but I, but, you know, so you, you really want to decide what do I want to spend my day doing? That's a really good question to ask. What do you want to spend your day doing? Because if you – just do it because you know how or you can and you're just surviving and not thriving. It changes the way that you engage in your business and also your life. And if you're doing the thing you don't want to do over and over and over again, day after day, year after year, it, it really adds up and, and, and weighs on you. So true. Yeah. So you got to choose something that you love and you got to have a purpose attached to that. Awesome. Thank you. Sure. Where can people go to find out more about you and what you do? Go to beingquantum.com. That's B-E-I-N-G-Q-U-A-N-T-U-M.com. And that's my website. You'll learn a lot about me there. Um, You'll also see my new book, uh, The Ultimate Answer, is inside uh, with the forward by Dr. Bruce Lipton, which was which is amazing um, to have him have written that forward for me. I thank him so greatly. It's it's just very special, and the book is amazing. It teaches you how to live your life quite differently than you might be living it now, and takes you on a journey to discover how science and beingness and and energy and all that work together. So it really gives you an education on how this stuff, how this quantum stuff works. Which would be huge on moving forward. Oh, yeah. The book is the book is really fun to read. And it is a powerful, powerful experience because your eyes will open and say, wow, that's interesting. 
it, it'll be it, it's an amazing journey to understand how transformation really works how do you actually change something awesome you also have a free gift for the listeners as well i do and so we will put that link in the show notes for everyone perfect do you want me to share anything about it um sure so what do you have for us so it's called discovering the science of quantum manifestation and it's a training where I and Dr. Bruce Lipton and James Oshman and Bernie Siegel, Donna Eden, um, Norman Sheely, we all talk about manifesting your best life, manifesting your health. And, you know, our health is everything. Um, that, that's another thing that I didn't say earlier. You are your health. If your health is down, you can't do your business. Um, it's required. And so... Manifesting good health is, is so key. And this conversation audio that I provide you here with is, is, is amazing. So discover the science of quantum manifestation because you're going to learn the science behind it, but also how to actually manifest your best health. Which would be great in this today. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> really relevant today. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Joshua. Thank you for having me. It was such a pleasure connecting with you. I love your questions and, and your connection is like brilliant. Thank you. Have a great day and we'll keep in touch. Bye for now. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and leave some love through a review and I'll catch you on the next episode.